So, hello and welcome to Little Daily Be Here News. Uh, uh, let's talk about some mindfulness and uh, news again. And, uh, well, let's start with the news today. So, it was another coronavirus day. I First in the morning I watched, I didn't watch the whole talk because it was nearly an hour, but I, a big part of it I watched with um, Governor Cuomo in New York who uh, talked about the the disaster situation they have there and how many hospital beds they need. And, um, and what really struck me was the, the performance. First, uh, technically, it was like perfect. He was sitting and giving the impression of talking really from his heart. But right behind him was the PowerPoint that someone was maneuvering that showed... Um, the same things he was saying, more or less, in a very pedagog pedagogical way, explaining what is happening, that the cases are doubling every three days. Uh, it, it was a masterpiece of uh, a man talking with emotions and a PowerPoint behind following. It was, it was really nice to see that. Uh, and uh, he gives a good impression really good impression. I, I think he would be much better contender to to Trump in the elections um, because he has a platform now which Joe Biden doesn't have in the same way. See, Joe, Joe Biden is sending out desperate Facebook messages because they're all sitting in a bunker somewhere hiding from the corona. It's not going to work. You know? uh, and um, But then later in the day, I worry us now in the evening here, I saw the governor again, um, he wants 20,000 ventilators from the federal, federal government because they need that to treat people in New York. And uh, they don't get the uh, supply they need. And uh, he is saying it's uh, basically mathematics that they have the case in New York now. And then when someone else gets it, he's personally going to take care to make sure the respirators or ventilators are going to the next state who needs it. So I get what he's saying, but I also get why everyone else is reluctant to give it. I mean, you don't know when it's going to explode and you don't know if you're getting them somewhere else. But to store pile stock them somewhere, it doesn't make sense. Now I heard that he's going to get 2,000 tomorrow and 2,000 the next day. So it's at least it's a good start. Hope they can sort it in New York. They definitely been too late in social distancing if that is working and it's clearly widely spread there. In Sweden there was an increase of the cases today as well. I think there was the highest number of new cases. Is that because they're testing more? Is it because the strategy doesn't work? Well, nobody knows. Everybody is scared. And then Trump screaming in the morning about that he wants to restart the economy. Two weeks is enough. Um, we can look at this next week or maximum till Easter. And um, yeah, I'm curious to see because first, I mean, he didn't really shut down anything. He said he's not going to do a federal shutdown of the country. So I don't see how he can restart it if he didn't really shut it down. It was the governors in California that... that and. Um, that started in New York, and I don't see how Trump now can uh, say to everybody else, go back to work. And I 
do think he's doing a mistake because if he's forcing it and the death toll goes up, he would be blamed for it. But the economy at the same time is going totally down the drain. So I see, <laughs> I see the problem. And uh, uh, the, it's a Cornelian choice and I don't really see. I think uh, Trump is, is pretty good in uh, combating physical people. And I think he's also his attention span is relatively short. But and here he clearly has an opponent who is not visible, who is not respecting any order, any rules, doesn't play by any game, and uh, can last very long time. And I think it's extremely extremely difficult for him to to manage that um, and uh, this com this leads me to another another subject we want the how my brain works and how the mindfulness works because I've always been kind of capable of taking two different or understanding two different views of the same problem which caused me I think a lot of trouble in my life because you come across as the one without opinion and um, who can change your mind very easily, uh, which is kind of true as well. But then I was, um, the last days, uh, I, I've been kind of frustrated with the way the things go, that they're letting the economy go totally down the drain and uh, that that is happening without a debate, without... Uh, any consensus that they're locking uh, countries and uh, down and in some countries really would force people not allowed to go out. Now India, 1.3 billion people not allowed to go out even for buying food today. Cannot be. Um, so I, I've been kind of a strong defendant of that you, you need to get the economy going. I mean, is there any guys out there sitting or women or men sitting calculating like Let's say we have 10 billion people on Earth, a pandemic come and one million will die, but you will all continue to have the same standard of living. Or you save 500 million or you save 800 million or 999 million and you're going to suffer from a depression for one, two, five, ten years or a generation. There must be scenarios that are put out there I'm sure there are guys I know that Trump kicked out some of the guys doing exactly this but uh, there there must be and I haven't heard the debate now everything is focused on the health perspective which is fantastic normally we never do that uh, to that extent um, <laughs> that, that is great but I'm not sure it's the right thing I mean if you have uh, if you have um, so the average people in Sweden, 35 people has died, average age 82 years. If they all they die now, we maybe be working really hard to save them. They, we give them a year or two, and we give their grandchildren like 10, 20 years of suffering. Is that better? 
Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But that was my kind of view the last days. But then I saw that Trump really pushes to open the economy. And then I can no I noticed my brain switching. I want this to go on forever. It's like want the lockdown, want Trump to suffer. And I see how my brain, how devious it is. That there's like I can it can change opinion like that because I see this is the biggest threat that he can have. So that that was a it's a good lesson to see how um, this is not an easy problem and there is no uh, absolute solution. And I wouldn't like to be a politician now. If you're a politician, I think the only thing you can do is fight for the people to survive. Show that you do that. Show empathy which Trump is not very good at. And, um, yeah, I think Trump's going to have troubles. He's not showing empathy. He's um, he, he's struggling with this inertia that that is surrounding this, that it's not much you can do. You just have to take care of the sick people. And then I saw the, an article that they expect the U.S. postal to but kind of have enough sick people so they can't work back in June and then that's going to cause a problem for the elections because you will not be able to vote by post ballot and uh, it could be that the whole election is then moved uh, after to after November which probably Trump would be favor but nobody really want to take this it was a speculative article Nobody really want to text this debate today. So my mindfulness day, uh, because I'm doing this podcast, I forced myself. It was a really a day where I was not in the mood. I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Sat down with uh, a meditation which was focused on um, on listening to the sounds in the room you're sitting. And, it, and hear them appearing in consciousness. I mean, you are part of the consciousness you hear all the sounds they come and go you can't predict it well you can if there's a clock uh, that is ticking but you can't you don't know where they're coming from you can't really hold on to the sound because it counts and goes and it, it's a it's a pretty powerful experience to sit in a room and uh, i was in a quite noisy environment with my daughter around told i told her not to disturb me but she made a lot of noise we had that clock somewhere that is ticking and i haven't noticed it before and um, it opens you up your mind so the the meditation was both with closed eyes and uh, open eyes at the end which is changing the impression but ultimately it's the same you are sitting there in presence and hearing sounds appearing and disappearing and the nice thing is i did it kind of late in the afternoon but then you can take it with you and you you can live with you for a couple of hours at least that you really notice sounds around you which you i'm not necessarily always doing so that that was really nice and um try to work more on that uh, i like the meditations when they are um not always the only focus on the breath talk more about the breath another day but when there's other things you can focus on uh, sounds or feelings in the body or and you can uh, work through things in a different way than only going via the breath, which is the general traditional thing, because that's the thing you always have with you. So that that was all for today. It was a pleasure to uh, talk to you. And uh, the uh, news are kind of uh, crazy. So I, 
if I'm not cycling, which I didn't do today, I'm not sleeping that well. And last night either. So there's a lot of Netflix and then you wake up in the night and instead of, of watching some sport games, I'm not a big sport, sport fan, but every now and then it's good. But now you watch the the death toll from the coronavirus. It's a, it's a totally useless exercise that takes up too much time and it's not adding any value to the misery that goes on in the world. Tomorrow, important day, so I will gotta have an interview. So need to be well focused and uh, try to be present for that. Talk to you soon. Enjoy your day or night, wherever you listen to this. Ciao.